Racers, builders, bashers, and everyone in between, welcome to the place to be. O Canada RC, the podcast brought to you by Reefs RC, maker of quality RC products. Now let's punt it over to your host, Jeff Lemoyne. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to O Canada RC, the podcast. I'm Jeff, your host. If it's your first time here, thanks for listening. If it's not your first time, welcome back. And um, I'm excited about this episode. And I know I start every episode that way, but I truly am excited about this one. Not that I'm lying about the others, but I'm really excited about this one. Uh, We're going to talk about something that's near and dear to my heart. And that has recently become racing in RC and trying to keep it alive and keep it uh, healthy. And um, I really got sparked on this conversation again after watching JQ Racing TV last night on YouTube. If you haven't checked it out, check it out. Uh, Check out JQ. Uh, You probably know him. He's pretty vocal. A racer, I'd say an advocate for this hobby. And he has a three-part series. Now, I've watched the first two parts. And I haven't watched the third yet. I'm not sure if he's released it actually. But um, we're going to get into what he's talking about there. And really the, the title of his of his video is A Way to Save RC Car Racing with a question mark. Um, we're going to get into that here on the podcast. And we're also going to talk to um, the guys over at, I'm just pulling up their handle. One second, bear with me. Outlaws of Motorsports. So fellow Knucklehead, fellow Canadian over in Saskatchewan, a couple provinces to my west. Going to be a great conversation. We're going to talk racing. We're going to talk monster trucks. And we're going to talk good causes here on O Canada RC, the podcast. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Welcome back, everybody, and uh, we are into mid-season form here on the podcast. It is only, I believe this is the fifth episode, and um, we've had some uh, good chats so far. So we're going to continue that momentum. As mentioned, a little later on in this episode, we will be talking to Outlaws of Motorsport, and um, you might know him and his Insta handle from being a contestant in both of RC Amigos uh, Smash Smashes, uh, Monster Truck Freestyle Smashes, um, but you might also know him from his involvement with um, autism and raising funds for autism awareness. We're going to talk to him a little later on and find out more about his story and how he got involved there. And of course, talk about car crushing monsters, solid axles, which is kind of, it's kind of funny because it's becoming, I think my second love. My first is definitely on road as I stare at my TTO2 and my X-Ray 2019 T4. And right in front of me is the Tamiya M08 concept. And this build is four shocks and electronics install away from hitting the track. So after I record this podcast, it's shock night. We're going to get the shocks done. And um, a big shout out to Ralph and Chris at Phoenix who are going to let me test some tires. I do have uh, 60D radials and I might just try them off the hop with the front tires glued and see how she performs. 
I've heard that, you know, this is a rear wheel drive car. So you get a lot of traction in the rear. Um, you know, I might go slicks up front, try a couple different wheel combos. So I'm pretty excited about that. So that'll be this weekend. We'll be heading out to the track for the first time in a while. Pretty excited about that. So on to the reason we are here right now. And this will be the Reefs RC Change in Direction brought to you by Reefs RC, maker of quality RC products. No matter the line you're on, the flight you're on, the bash you're on, make your next one a great one with a Reefs RC servo. Visit ReefsRC.com today. So thank you to Reefs again for supporting this podcast. We really do appreciate it. And he does make amazing products. I am looking at an Alocritius uh, servo sitting on my bench here amidst my mess and it's going to be going in the next build and uh that build showed up the other day in the form of the red cat wendigo and it's sitting under my bench patiently waiting for me to get through the mo8 as soon as i do that build will be underway so really stoked we're going to have some more conversations with pablo guerrero about that as he is the only other wendigo owner that i've spoken to on the podcast i'm sure there's lots of you out there but uh Really excited to get that thing tuned up and ready for the next smash. So if you listen to the intro, you know I wanted to talk a little bit about JQ Racing and his latest video series about how we're going to save RC. And I've talked a bit about this on the podcast. If you listened in season one, we talked about grassroots racing and how we get that going. And I was encouraged last night to watch parts one and two of this three-part series by JQ Racing. And again, I encourage you to go watch it on YouTube. Uh, very interesting angle and very vocal about what needs to happen to keep racing alive in this hobby. He makes a really cool comparison to F1 and to other sports where you get a lot of promotion, you get a lot of rivalry built up between race teams and F1 in particular. I really like his point about how the manufacturers need to get together and get all your top racers racing on the same circuits. And that will start to build, as he says, again, and you'll watch it, you'll see for yourself, rivalry, characters, storylines, stuff that's missing in this hobby that really attracts you to it and really attracts young and new racers to the scene. The other big thing that I was really excited to see in this video series is when he discusses with Ryan Stiles, Ryan Harris, about um, being a new driver and what it means when you come to that track the first time. Because if you get past the cost prohibitiveness of this hobby, which is something that I really want to see a manufacturer grab by the cojones and say, here's what we're going to do to get new racers into this hobby. We're going to provide entry-level vehicles that you can afford. Now, I have to give shout-outs first off to Tamiya because they do a good job of this. And I'm not just saying that because I own a couple. But when I look at my TTO2 builds over the year, years, I think that's really the chassis that if you want to try on-road racing anyways, I won't speak to off-road right now, but that's the chassis that's going to get you in and get you going. Um Phoenix RC Raceway, where I race right now, has a strong, strong TT01, TT02 class, uh, GT2 class, and it is competitive and it is awesome. The guys are awesome. It's a great way to get familiarized with a touring car chassis. Yeah, it's not mod, but we all start somewhere. So I got to get Tamiya a shout out, but I would like to see 
that cost prohibitiveness come down in this hobby. Let me know what you think about that piece. But again, going back to the thinking of when you're new to the hobby, if you do get past the cost of things, when you get to that track, it can be an intimidating, intimidating environment. Walking in, lots of guys hanging around, looking like they know exactly what they're doing. And you coming in green as a leaf on a tree with not much idea. You may have built the car, but when it comes to tuning, it comes to driving skills and, uh, you know, tire prep, uh, just battery maintenance, uh, engine maintenance, diff maintenance, all those things. You, it's intimidating. So again, this is where I give a shout out to the boys at RC at uh, Phoenix RC Raceway, because every guy that I've met there has been encouraging every guy helpful. And if I sit and list them all off, I'll be here all night. But there's a lot of really good guys like that. So I was happy to see JQ echo that in this video series. And that particular point was echoed through Ryan Harris. I'm excited to see what the third installment of that video series brings with it. And I again, I encourage you to check it out for yourself. This hobby is too great to let it die. And it's come close a few times if you look through its history. Um, I think this is the time with social media and access to uh, seeing this hobby more and learning more about it. And again, that's, um, that's something I've said in the past. And again, I was why I was so enamored by this JQ racing video series. Cause he echoed that as well. And to hear coming from like an industry leader, I will call him a celebrity loosely use that term with anybody. So no offense, JQ, but you know, you're well known. And to hear him say stuff like that is, is really encouraging. And I think it's right. And I think the more people that can watch this series and do their little part about it, the better we don't, all of us own tracks or our influencers in RC. That's just the reality. I don't even have an illusion that I'm an influencer. I just do this because I love the hobby and I love podcasting and I love the medium, but we do know track owners. We do know racers. We do know team racers. And those are the guys that if you listen as an average, you know, sportsman racer, you can get in their ears and have a conversation. Maybe it sparks off some constructive ideas some creative ideas that we can keep this hobby growing. And I'll loop it around and end it by saying this. This is where I was going at the end of last year with my conversations around grassroots racing. It had zero to do with taking business away from tracks. Zero. What it had to do with instead was getting new people, kids, youth, grown ass men into this hobby so we can keep it going and keep it living and thriving. So again, I think it was a bit of validation for me to see this JQ series. I'll be excited to watch the third and uh, culminating installment of it. And uh, again, I hope you will watch it too. All right, before we get on to Outlaws in Motorsport, I want to talk about RC Car Action. Off the top, I teased that this is the first time in 30 years that I've had this magazine in my clutches, in my greasy little fingers, and it wasn't an exaggeration. The last time I got RC Car Action, I was probably 15. I'm now 45. So there you go. Do the math. Um why you ask why has it been so long i think it's just me getting back into the hobby now the thought of sitting down with a glass of whiskey on the rocks and flipping through and reading every single word in that magazine now that i have some time a little more time maybe an interest than when i was younger 
is just amazing. And um, I'm really excited. Uh, big shout out to RC Car Action and all the staff there. They do a great job. I got to say one thing, though. When I got the magazine in the mail, and a big shout out to the February 2021 edition to MR Custom Painting. <laughs> I was, it was cool to hold that magazine cover in my hand after talking to Matt a few times, Matt Brace from MR Painting. And also to look up on my shelf and see my TTO2, now TTO2 retired, but sorry, not my TTO2, my, um, my low C22.5, now retired body. Um, but to have that piece of art that's really literally an art installment in my collection was surreal. And uh, it made me feel real proud for him. He's a hell of a talent and really excited to have that first edition after 30 years in my hand somebody that I've spoken to in this hobby. And I think that really speaks to how close this, how closely knit this hobby is and how open and helpful everybody is in this hobby. When I spoke to Matt, I had no idea too much about his background. I didn't know that his bodies and his art frequent the pages of RC Car Action. And now that I do, man, it's pretty cool. Um, pretty cool stuff. And I think my point here is it makes it real how great this hobby and community are you've heard every you heard a lot of people talk about that and it's true um so rc car action big shout out to my wife my biggest supporter my love <laughs> she uh she got it for me for christmas so i'm really excited i told her today this is honestly probably one of the best presents i've gotten in a long time so really excited to sit down tonight and give that a read. All right. So what else is going on around the hobby? Well, the other night there was a big announcement from Tamiya, the 2021 line of um, some upgrades, some new cars. Uh, the Grasshopper 2 is one that stands out. Black Edition looks really cool. If you haven't checked it out, check it out. Um, RC Kicks on YouTube does a really good uh, and quick rundown of the chassis that came out. TA-02 is another one that pops out in my head that I thought was a really cool uh, looking body. Uh, and there's a whole bunch of others. I think there was a tuned version of one of the buggies as well. And I can't quite remember off the top of my head which one it was. But check that out if you're a Tamiya fan. I know some of you listening are um, kind of cool when a company comes out with a big announcement like that and a bunch of new cars. I'm not sure if they do that year to year. But I really paid attention this year and it was fun. So... Again, if you're looking for that information, you can check out Tamiya's Japan website. And um, if it's not in English, because I'm, <coughs> pardon me, I'm not sure that it is in fact translated. You can check out RC Kicks on YouTube and he goes through quite a bit of those. You can also check in my man, uh, my man, Tamiya Legends, uh, Glenn. Pretty sure he's got some information on that as well on his YouTube channel. Um, so exciting stuff from Tamiya. All right. I'm out of breath. Just a lot to talk about. Um, some excitement coming. Oh, one other thing I want to give a shout out. One other person I'll give a shout out to is Cody. KLN RC Cars, man. If you haven't checked out what he's been doing lately, he took a bit of a tiny break over the holidays on his Instagram feed, but he's come back with a vengeance. And uh, I use the word vengeance in that tone because... <laughs> He's got something cooking. So go over to his Instagram feed, check it out. I'm not sure if he's done his grand reveal yet. I think it might have something to do with an LMT. I'm not sure, but it looks, I'll just say this, back in black. Like it looks mean from what I can tell from the body. It's its a very dark shade body, although it could be the lighting. He's throwing me off with all of his teases. 
Um, it looks like a nice, sick, black, aggressive looking body. So check out Cody KLN RC car, see what he's doing, see what's, uh, what's coming up on that release there. Um, we're going to get over to Outlaws and Motorsport here in a second, but I really wanted to just also mention that, um, me and my man, Pablo Guerrero are going to be trying to, uh, collaborate on something special this year. And I'm not sure what yet, but the other day we had a little chat on a live that I did about having a build off, <coughs> excuse me. And, um, I think that would be cool. So watch for more details on that coming soon too. a build off with a master builder. That'd be, so that would be like me really being Emmett from the Lego movie. I am not a master builder, Pablo pretty close to a master builder. So excited for that. Wait for details. It might be a little while, but we're planning it out here now. And uh, speaking of Pablo, you want to check out a really nice vintage build Clodbuster. Get on over to his uh, Instagram handle, RC Amigos. He is like a kid in a candy shop with that thing. And I can't wait to talk to him about the build uh, of the Clodbuster. Um, it's something he's wanted since he was little. So check him out. Uh, tonight is Tuesday and it is Taco Bell RC. I believe he has Cody on, as a matter of fact. So there's another shout out if this hits the air tonight. If it doesn't, I'm sure you can check out his video on YouTube after the fact. All right, enough of me rambling. Let's get you back on over to um, Outlaws of Motorsport. And as I say that, my computer went to sleep. So let's just log in, make sure we're still recording. Please bear with me. Oh, yay, it's still recording. All right, guys, thanks for hanging in there. Uh, watch for updates on my MO8 build coming up soon and some of the uh, tests that I do at the track. And watch for the Windigo build coming soon with some new guests. Um, we've made some new friends on Instagram this year. So watch for it. Listen for it, I should say, because it is a podcast after all. Next segment's coming up right after this. Stay tuned. All right, guys, welcome back to the podcast. It's Jeff, your host, and uh, as promised, and uh, very excited when I have any guest on, but when I have a fellow Canuckle head on from another province, it's even more exciting. Uh, and with that, I want to welcome Chad from Outlaws of Motorsport RC. And I practiced your handle all day, man, and I still screwed it up. How's it going, buddy? <laughs> Good, Jeff. How's it going? Thanks for having me on. Uh, my pleasure, Chad. My pleasure, man. Um, things are going good here. You know, we're just uh, trying to maintain in this crazy, crazy situation we're all faced with. But uh, how are things uh, going for you over in Saskatchewan? Oh, not too bad. Uh, not affected too, too badly with anything that's going on. Uh, still going to work every day and... Uh, I, I never went out much in public before anyway, so it hasn't really affected <laughs> me. So. Awesome. Uh, two, two kids keeps me busy enough around the house and yeah, and day-to-day uh, -day stuff. So no, we're plugging away. Everybody's been healthy and good. So that's awesome, man. Can't complain. That's awesome. Glad to hear that. Yeah, we're, uh, we're a little more affected. I'm just north of Toronto. So uh, we've got a lot of stuff going on. Kids are at home. Wife's at home one big cozy family and a small house. So uh, it's all good though, man. It's all good. We're finding ways to stay sane. And this is one of them. I, I keep doing the podcast and uh, I'm happy to have you on because 
Um, if, if anybody listens to the podcast out there, I know there's a few of you. Um, my journey in RC has taken a turn towards some monsters. And I think that's the main reason, main reason I wanted to have you on, man. So, uh, so how did I discover you? Well, I followed you on Instagram for quite a while and, uh, we both know Pablo Guerrero. Yeah. So Pablo has run a few monster smashes, uh, pretty cool format. If you haven't seen it, anybody listening, it's, uh, a pretty cool bracket format, uh, freestyle monster truck competition. And Chad, man, you, you've been representing the red and white pretty good in that the last few uh, years. How is it you've come to love monsters? Um, well, the whole monster truck thing has been in, in my blood since I was born almost. Um, date goes back to my dad, who, who actually started with a monster truck. Um, he, he purchased it from a guy, Mike Welch, if, uh, if anybody knows the that, history of monster trucks. That rings a bell. That yeah. Name. Yeah. yeah he's, he's in the monster truck hall of fame, actually. That's amazing. So back in, uh, back in the eighties, my dad purchased, uh, one truck and a tank from him. And we're talking, and, we're talking one scale, obviously. Right, right, right. Yeah. 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 Um, so then <laughs> just he want to clarify that. for everybody when you say tank, you mean tank. <laughs> Right. Yeah. Zero suspension. Um, I think the monster truck had a hockey puck between the differential and the, and the chassis. So that's what it had for suspension. Um, and then, so he got in, got into the sport that way, ended up becoming a promoter and is still a promoter, um, which keeps me in the, in the sport, in the one-to-one sport and, and naturally growing up as a kid, the uh the clod buster i had a clod buster before i knew what a clod buster was um, nice <laughs> and broke it many times and I, I think it's still in the basement somewhere at my parents place Beauty. and then uh, the team axes and stuff like that for the rc and um and then i, I kind of got out of it for a while as i grew up and and uh, like in the rc thing monster trucks mm. have, have been around my whole life the, the real ones fortunate enough to drive a couple in my day oh nice but uh, and then and then COVID hit and and my kids were a little bit older, yeah. And I started seeing guys on the Instagram doing doing scale monster trucks and yeah. I didn't I didn't hardly know besides the Cloudbuster that there even was something that close to to real life. And it's like, well, we we got to get into this, right? We can't play with the big <laughs> ones. We might as well play with the little ones. Yeah. And and man, it's just taken by storm. It seems like it's just engulfed everything and, and it's so cool that the guy can keep wrenching and yeah and trying to make them as close to the real thing as possible so so okay so let's back up a bit because you unpacked a lot there man and that's that anybody's listening like i've got a smile ear to ear like if my dad came home one day and said he bought not only a monster truck but a tank I, I, as a kid like how old were you when that happened man uh, i can't i had to be five maybe okay like I, I was, <laughs> so young i don't remember how how old it was right yeah like, it probably so, didn't register right you're, you're no, young and and... It's, it still doesn't i guess like because i i have i've grown up around real monster trucks my whole life so it pretty jaded that way <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> so, but uh yeah it's it's definitely been a part of my life since day one so so he drew so your dad drove a bit you've driven a few um and um did you do you recall going to see your dad in competitions like did he ever 
compete or at what level did he did he participate like as a driver uh yeah so he was gone quite a bit um that much i remember of the old truck um the one event in particular i remember it was in uh great falls montana or okay i'm not even i'm not sure my geography too good in the states but um it was like uh, a contest not far south of the border that we could all go to and we all packed in the van that followed the semi truck down the, down the interstate there. And <laughs> I remember it, it was, he had the motor. Um, I think it was in the, I can't remember if it's in the back or the front, but anyways, it, it would do wheel stands like better than anybody else. Wow. And he ended up winning the wheelie contest that they had there. And, and the trophy was so big, it wouldn't even fit in the van. It had to lay down. <laughs> And that's probably the earliest earliest memory I have of him in in monster trucks. If if you won a small trophy for winning a monster truck comp, that would just be wrong, right? I, I, mean, I, I think I think the fact that he even won a trophy kind of <laughs> dates it a little bit as to how far back it actually goes. Right, <laughs> right. But uh, that's and then uh, so he had those, and then he he had eventually rolled it. It went over backwards. Um, and that was back in the days of all steel bodies, no fiberglass or anything like that. Wow. So it truck was totaled, right? Wow. So then he, uh, he did a little bit of driving for other people and then became just a full-time promoter and and promoting the shows and and making them happen that way. So, so so 10th scale or eighth scale, whatever, you know, scale your, the the monster trucks are, I know they're, most of them are classified as 10th, like the, the solid axle and whatnot, but a lot easier to pack up (laughs) head head to a track. Now, do you have a, and looking at your Instagram feed, you've got a lot of jumps and whatnot. You've got what looks like a course somewhere near or on your property. Is that, is that right? Yeah, that's at my parents' property. We have the outdoor track. We we tried to make as scale as possible. Mm -hmm. We got some of the crush cars, um, painted them up and got some dirt jumps. Awesome. And it, it's, we're, wait, can't wait for the snow to melt so we can get out there and, <laughs> and make it a, a new version of it because it seems like lots of people like it. We painted it all up like a Monster Jam track. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Know, the, time, the, the snow and everything is pretty hard. <laughs> I got a, a track in the backyard of my house that uh, is all made of snow jumps, but it's just not the same. Well, and I saw a post on your feed that alluded to that. Yeah. As we all know where it's colder, whether you're in the States or here, not so pleasant on a lot of the plastic components. So <laughs> yeah. not, yeah, cold so, not too forgiving. Can, yeah. Kind of adds to that. So you, by yeah. the time if you don't break anything, by the time one battery is done, you, you pack her up and you head inside right. and call it a win. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you're like, okay, I'm not going to tempt fate any further, man. Um, so yeah, monster trucks is relatively new for me. Uh, in RC, I'm a, I'm an on-road racing guy now, but Pablo kind of poisoned my mind a bit with it. <laughs> and uh, other guys, I'll give credit. So Cody, who's KLN RC Cars, yeah, watching Tony uh, CC XRC, um, Big America. I mean, you know these guys. They're these guys are like hardcore monster jam guys. You you're in there. And so I've, I've got a, a Wendigo builder's kit sitting under my bench now. And I oh, know, yeah. I know it's not an LMT. I know it's not <laughs> an SCX 10. It's, 
but it is a solid axle truck and uh um, yeah, it's a decent platform i think yeah so i'm stoked to get that thing going man what was what was your first rc plat like monster platform which was the first one that you picked up uh so the solid axle platform was the red cat ground pounder actually oh yeah yeah um so we we dove in hardcore into the solid axle thing in right in the middle of covid mm. and everything was so hard to get and so i reached out to cody actually kln because he had that he's got a store kind of linked up to his instagram that's right and uh bouncing questions off of him and before <laughs> i was just from my personal account before i even had an instagram for the outlaws and uh and he was great with answering questions and helping me get figured out and so ultimately we got uh got a couple red cat ground pounders nice because they were available the smts weren't mm-hmm. and the the lmt the losi wasn't even a thing at the time <laughs> yeah it's all the rage <laughs> so, it's all the rage now yeah yeah so initially ordered two smts um they were on back order but the the ground pounders came first and uh opened them up out of the box and mm-hmm. and right away did the slow-mo on the phone and it was like man when when you watch this back on slow-mo it's it's like the real thing it's hard to tell man sometimes yeah. what you're watching right especially when you yeah. get a guy like i don't know I, I don't know if you've done this but i know with big america it's kind of his calling card is he puts the soundtrack under it right <laughs> and you're, yeah and if, always, i always had that idea yeah but i'm not tech savvy enough to know how to do that me either and, don't worry uh, and so he started he started doing it and i'm like that's so cool and well i actually i messaged him back and forth and asked how he did it and and i found out eventually but i'm like i'm it's his thing i'm gonna let him do it yeah and, if you're so. if you're like waking up and you haven't had your coffee yet and you're watching that you kind of got to do a double take sometimes because it's just oh, yeah. so with the slow-mo and the, you know, like doing, if, if it catches like a moonwalk, it's heading back. You're just looking at the suspension, the roll, everything just looks so real. It's um, I think that's one of the appeals for me, right? Watching you guys do these couple of uh, monster smashes. Um, just the fun in, I think you can remind me, it was like a 40 second, you had a 40 second run and you had to, yeah, 40 seconds with no no slow-mo and no edits. Right. And no rollovers, which is right. a big one. Yeah. So, and so, it's harder than you think. Like, oh yeah. You go out there and try and put that thing on the ragged edge for 40 seconds. <laughs> and it props to Big America and those guys, like he's one every one of them, rightfully yeah. so. Yeah. But to do that, and I don't know how many takes he has, but well, um, that's what I was tough. I was gonna ask you that. Like how many takes before you got something where you're like, okay, I'm happy with that. Like what were we looking at there? Uh, For myself, it was probably, I went through at least like two or three batteries. Wow. So like we're looking like an hour and a half of just straight bashing. (laughs) before I got it. And, and I'm, I may be different than most people. I try to put a run together in my head. Yeah. And, and I know what hits I want to do. And then, so I go out and I, I try to get them all in. And if I don't, it's like, okay, try again. And it's, yeah. and sometimes you, you get twisted up one way and you get a two wheel save or something or a rollover and you end up back on your tires and, nice. and then it's all ad-libbed after that, right? Yeah. <laughs> Everything goes out the window. You're like, oh, I just did that. I'm just going to see where this takes me. Right. Yeah. Um, I'm looking at your ground pounder. One of the many ways, um, 
yeah well, nice. one, only one of them ended up actually hitting the dirt um i have the other one on the bench beside me is that the one is that the one with oh okay because you have one with a nice chevy body on it um, yeah so that's that's the original one we had from the start right and um funny thing the i got two of them in the box opened them up and the radio didn't work on the first one i opened oh wow so contacted red cat and they're like yeah we'll send you one out so in the meantime i got the other one going and uh then parts started to arrive for the smt and i just shelved the ground pounder and luckily because then I started throwing a bunch of power at the one I had right. and parts are so hard to get for the, for the ground pounders, unfortunately, that the, the truck became a spare parts truck. Mm. So we'd start breaking parts and just robbing them off of the truck that was brand new in the box. Yeah. So yeah. it's just become a parts truck now, unfortunately, but. Yeah. We, we've all been there. <laughs> I mean, I've, I've had, I mean, chassis that just, yeah, you just sacrifice them. You yep. just strip off what you need to keep to keep the the one that's running running. So yeah, yeah and they're, they're so decently priced too that right. It's you get a lot of parts for you can't part it out for that price. So well, that was the thing. Like when the LMT started to buzz, and I was watching and hearing all the the rave reviews, and by all accounts, it looks like a solid platform, a solid chassis for sure. I um, oh, for sure, yeah. But yeah, I priced it here, and it was eight hundred bucks Canadian. Mm-hmm and change um and for me and i don't know for other listeners considering getting into monsters like that's kind of why i went with the the wendigo um pablo a pablo's fault again pablo it's your fault <laughs> uh he talked me in he, a little bit because he's got one he loved it he he said it's been pretty durable um but it was reasonable right like i think i picked up the builder's kit for just over three yeah. um you know, got a got a Holmes eight turn sport master motor coming. Start with that. Oh, yeah. I don't, might not give me enough pop for the for the smash, but that's where we're gonna start. Um, I've heard the axe system, the hobby wing axe system is really good. Don't know what you run right. What are you running right now in your uh, in your? Uh, I'm just I'm running a Traxxas twelve turn. Nice. So in both my SMTs and okay. it's it's just a little bit underpowered for how much room I have at the outdoor track. Mm-hmm. but it keeps it scale still i'm not sending yeah. it to the moon and it's not looking <laughs> real and i'm keeping parts on it now yeah it's you're not found some weak links and and fix those and it's been bulletproof so well that's the thing too like i i don't know you and you tell me what you think on this like when you talk about power you know um overpower versus maybe just slightly underpowered when you're I think I would, I would think I would suspect that just even just slightly underpowered maybe helps you a little bit with control. It helps you a little bit with, um, you know, parts management. So you're not destroy, you know, you're not shredding things out and with too much power. Like, is that, would you agree with that? Like it's slightly under underpowered getting yeah, you what you I need. I think you got to be realistic with yourself and, and figure out what you want to do with it. Right. Right. I'm not racing anybody. I'm not, trying to send it bigger than anybody i'm just trying to keep it scale and look cool in slow motion on my phone <laughs> yeah so yeah so like, at the end of the day the brush the brush 12 turn beauty does just just perfect beauty well that's i say that but i got a i got a brushless system in the ground pounder but it's <laughs> technically my dad's truck so he can drive the wheels off of it <laughs> <That's okay. laughs> 
Yeah, I'm looking at one of your posts of the uh, the SMT build, and uh, yeah, I mean, you're only trying to clear Christmas trees, like so. Right, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we're not we're not being ludicrous here. This is uh, that's an a awesome post, tree. by the way. It it is a scale Christmas tree, <laughs> and I'll. I, I love the fact that it's it's relatively scaled to the truck. Um, it just adds to the realism. Um, so kudos on that post. If you haven't seen that post, check it out, guys. Um, since we're on that truck, it goes without saying that if you've seen Outlaws of Motorsports Instagram, the Spectrum Blue SMT. Yeah. Obviously, um, uh, obviously a great cause in um, autism awareness and. Um, I, I was I was going through your stuff the other night creepily. I might add, just trying to you know, understand a bit more there. And I I was I was it was awesome to see that that skin is actually available for purchase. Can you talk a little bit about your connection to to autism and f- raising funds for it and uh, how that skin came about? Um, so yeah, it wasn't our plan when we started RC to to be an autism awareness uh page of any kind and sure um but as some people may know if they follow the page and read the comments and stuff uh i have a six-year-old son now who has autism he was diagnosed when he was just before he was two years old Mm -hmm. and so and he loves the monster trucks he's Mm -hmm. loved rc trucks since we got them and full size, everything, television, toys, you name it, just like a regular kid, right? <laughs> sure, of course. And so we built the first truck and then we're like, oh, we need, what should we do with the second truck? And uh, it, it was just kind of came to me one day. I'm like, we should do an autism awareness truck. I haven't seen one full size, uh, 10 scale, anything. Yeah. So um, obviously the one thing everybody's going to see is the body. Yeah. And uh, I started seeing lots of people talk about um, wraps and decals. And, and the one name that came up was uh, JB Scale Graphics. He's, he's licensed to do Bigfoot wraps for RC trucks. And all the racer guys, he's part of Trigger King, right? The big race organization yeah. in the States. And, and everything point to him being the guy. That's awesome. So I did a bunch of Googling, right? And trying to see some designs and I came up with a couple different things I liked from different people's vehicles um, all across the internet. I can't even say where they're from. I don't know. <laughs> so, so I, I emailed them a couple times and it, it took a little while to get a response again, COVID times and everything. And, and I was nobody. Right. So he finally responded to an email and, and pitched him the idea and it, it took quite a long time, but you got to wait for something that's good. Yeah, for sure. And he came back with with the artist's rendering of it, and and I was like, that's that's perfect, right? <laughs> so, and as it was going along, he's like, you know, this is like one of the nicest wraps I've ever been a part of. Wow. And I'm like, well, that's that's awesome for you to say, like with his with his track record and stuff, and and I said, what are the chances maybe we could sell this? like and and maybe donate some proceeds or whatever and he's like i was thinking the exact same thing wow he's like i'll let you release the truck and see what everyone's reaction is to it and see what kind of feedback you get and then maybe we can we can do a limited limited run of them that's awesome so he approached (laughs) me a few weeks back and he's like i think it's time to release the autism wrap and so i've been trying to flood everybody with that and 
and he's doing a pre-order. I don't know how many he's doing, but it is a limited time, limited time offer. Awesome. And uh, all the, the proceeds from it, he's going to donate to autism. And hmm. so nobody's making any money at it. Um, just trying to get, get it out there. And it, it's a cool looking truck, even if it wasn't for it, autism. Right. You know what? It's um, it sticks the first time I saw it. Yeah. Um, the fact that it's, it is for autism awareness is, is, a, is awesome. And I'm glad that that worked out that he, you know, turned out to be such a great guy and suggested that to you. The design though is incredible. Like it's incredible. And it's, and it's one of a kind. Um, obviously the puzzle pieces is synonymous with, with the cause. Um, but the blue rims on, I don't know what kind of tires those are on the, on the rig right now. Yeah. Those are the J concepts, uh, just the JCTs. Nice. Uh, the blue beadlocks and the gray yeah. wheels. And- the the whole the whole kit and caboodle is sick and i'm gonna say to kln cars like um he just released his lmt the uh, the bounty hunter and i'm gonna i'm gonna ask him if he got inspired by matching up the rims to the body like from your truck (laughs) (laughs) and i because honestly dude like that that blue everything about that truck whenever i see it it stops me because i realize who's now that i've talked to you even more so, but I, I realize, you know, who's behind it and hearing that story. I think listeners will go, well, that's just, that's awesome. It couldn't have, it could not have worked out any better, you know, that, yeah, it's, it's yeah, it's everything, everything that I hoped it was going to be and more like <laughs> in the back of my mind, I wanted a truck that, that stood out and you could recognize without having to even see the name. Yeah. And, and then a name that, if you don't know autism, you don't know what the spectrum is probably. Right. Um, so it's just another name. Right. But, uh, that's right. To people that know, and in the puzzle pieces and everything, yeah. if you don't know, it's still a cool looking truck. That's right. And, yeah. uh, I'm not sure if you followed along with all our teasers we did on our page. I saw um, a few of them. Yeah. Yeah. It's so up until then we were a hundred percent monster trucks. Like, the only post we would do was about monster trucks. And then I'm like, well, I want to tease this truck coming, but I want to tease it in a way that kind of is not something to do with autism. Mm-hmm. And of course, my son having autism, I wanted him to be a part of it. Hmm. And so we, we put this present together wrapped in, in uh, homemade wrapping paper. Basically it, my mom printed out the puzzle pieces and taped them on. And, and so we had this, present appear randomly in weird locations and my son was moving it around and and then I had a guy do some audio work for me and we'd we'd dub in a few of these stats and so at the end of this video it would say like one in 54 and everyone's like well I didn't there was no monster truck what's this one in 54 all about okay see I'm fine yeah see I'm looking at one right now yeah yeah um and then so then there'll be another one that's just a random video. And then all of a sudden it's got like a, a dollar figure or a percentage. And, and one day, I think it was ZWS hobbies on Instagram, mm-hmm. who's been in the contest with us and stuff. And he was following along and he sends me a private message and he's like, autism question mark. Hmm. And I'm like, how did you figure that out? Like I didn't lead on. I didn't say it anything. Wow. And he's like, I took all the stats that you were putting in your videos and I Googled them. Oh my God. And that's what, 
that's what came up. Wow. And I'm like, that is, to me, that's perfect. That's exactly what I wanted. That's awesome. <laughs> so somebody took what we had, researched it out, and found it. And somebody who wouldn't have otherwise searched up autism, right? Right. And uh, and then that was a win in my book. That's oh. exactly, if one person did it, that's all that mattered. That's incredible. So. What a story. Yeah. <laughs> well, to have somebody just call you, you, you're you're doing it and thinking, okay, well, at the end of it, everybody will connect the dots. But for someone to do the extra work, like somebody, that, yeah, somebody went through the work and, and did right. it before, before we did. And That's then, yeah, wild. like you say, connected dots. We had did a little a video of it coming out of the present yeah. and, and doing some jumps. And I had the guy, uh, Doug Denance, who actually announces our monster truck shows that we do when we do monster truck shows. Um, he's our announcer and he's wow. all on board with it. And so he put the audio together and it linked up all these stats that we were teasing and they're all autism stats. Like for example, the one in 54 mm -hmm. um, is one in 54 children will be diagnosed with autism next year Wow. and, and stuff like that. So it all just came full circle and it, it, yeah, the reaction and everything from everyone couldn't have been better. And I'm, hmm. I'm, I'm happy it worked out as good as it did. So I'm happy too. That's, you know what, I, I, if you listen to some of my early podcasts, the reasons why I started doing this podcast is you know, in my real life, I, I do PR and communications. So I enjoy the medium, but more than that, I enjoy the stories and talking to people. And sometimes you, you say, oh, I'd like to have that guest on and you think you know what you're going to get. <laughs> and then you get a great story like this and you, and you, and you realize that's why, uh, that's what makes this hobby awesome is most people I've met more, more often than not are, are amazing people, good people with good hearts and good intentions. So um, yeah, that's, thanks for sharing that story, man. I know that's a personal story and it's a, uh, but I'm glad it's getting, I'm glad it's getting attention. I, I wonder, are you, do you have any sense if there would ever be a possibility of you getting a one scale truck or some, <laughs> or, or a driver? You know, every time, yeah. every time the, if somebody wants to talk about the truck, it, everything leads that way right <laughs> and uh i i have connections in in the in the industry sure and if if it wasn't a covid i ever refer to covid times right that's what we're in now that's it yeah um i probably could have it on a on a truck right now wow um, but the guy who offered doesn't do enough shows right now sure um but uh, there's still some other i haven't i haven't actively reached out to anyone at the sure. moment hey covid times will end man so you oh, know absolutely yeah okay. and that's the thing right there's not many shows going on right now yeah but uh it man if that ever got on a real monster truck <laughs> <laughs> i i'm a little bit jealous i'd kind of want to be in the driver's seat but that that wouldn't may not happen but uh yeah it uh that would that would be the ultimate win for sure but well, uh so I, I i'm trying to make it happen i'll do everything yeah. i can Okay. And uh, we'll see. Maybe in a, in a year from now, we'll have me on and we'll be talking about the real oh, thing. Oh, that'd be wild. <laughs> you got to keep me posted if that's the case, man. Um, and, and maybe somebody like Monster Jam picks it up and, and runs hey. with their own scheme of it. And that that's fine too. The more people it gets in front of, well, I don't, don't even care who does it, right? So Honestly. And that's what like, we're selling the wrap. Like right. I, some people are like, well, don't you just, it's yours. It's unique. It's like, well, no, that's not the point. The point mm -hmm. is to get, get the name and the awareness out to everybody else right. so the, the more people that have this truck the better right get it in front of everyone's That's face right. and, 
and then yeah. people can start talking like with with like a monster jam too right like i mean you've seen every kind of truck out there ever like i mean everything things you couldn't even imagine um it would make a lot of sense I, it's just my two cents monster jam if you're listening it would make a lot of sense to align with something you know as as worthy as this um to have a vehicle like that in the fleet would be would be amazing um and you know when you never know like when you talk about that just something in my belly tells me yeah oh, i don't think we've heard the end of this story right so uh right yeah. well i hope you're right yeah. i hope so too man uh my wife would tell me that usually i'm not but maybe this time <laughs> i am <laughs> listen um you were talking a little bit about shows and obviously with the the inability for us to gather right now um in normal times how how many shows would you guys do a year roughly? And I guess it would be during the good months, right? During the good, the good weather months. Yeah. It's, it's fluctuated over the years, depending on economy and, and stuff like that. Sure. We used, we used to do a show a weekend for, for months on a t- months on end. And it's, yeah. it was in the winter time, usually with the arenas we have up here um, is, is the easier time to do shows up here actually. Okay, true, true. Yep. And then you guys just throw dirt down on the ice and and do like it's not a full blown stadium because Canada's not full of stadiums like the United yeah. States is, but right. Um, small hockey rinks and stuff like that. So yeah, anywhere from a dozen shows a year to I think before COVID we were doing yeah, I mean, six or seven kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and a couple arena shows, a couple outdoor shows. Um it slowed down over the years. Definitely. It was, it was a lot more. Yeah. Um, but then that's just personal preference on my dad's part sure. being promoter and stuff. But I so. remember going to, I, I uh, once my dad took me to monster jam and it was at sky dome in Toronto, sky dome, oh, you, know, you know, where the Jays play. Yeah, it's yeah. pretty much a concrete tomb, but it's, <laughs> it's in line with you. Like you said, some of the bigger stadiums in the States. And I just will never forget like seeing Gravedigger for the first time it was and the sound right like uh yeah it, when you can feel it in your chest <laughs> oh my ears are still ringing man like i i remember my dad he he only had one pair of like the earmuff style style head like head ear protectors and he stuck them on me and i'm like what about you right because i'm yelling because i can't hear him. What, about you? what are you gonna put on he's like you're yelling and i'm like okay sorry <laughs> but he he just had his hands over his ears though and that's the, the sound man and the, the like you said when you can feel it like shaking your ribs like yeah um it would, if you get very close and you can get the smell of the alcohol oh. and like, it kind of burns your eyes a little bit man <laughs> If, if people know what I'm talking about, if you've ever been there yeah, and uh, it's, it's, it's like nothing else. Right. So. Well, with that too, like I, I'm glad, I'm glad to hopefully be getting into this end of the hobby because I think monster trucks, when you think RC too, like you mentioned the Claude buster off the top. And I know Pablo right now is he's, he's curled up close to his earphones <laughs> and he's like licking his chops to run that one he just built. But, um, man, I, when I think of RC, when I think of my first, my first car was a Traxxas cat ready to run. It was pretty crappy buggy, but for me, it was amazing. But at that time I also built, uh, the the second RC I ever had was a midnight pumpkin with my dad and we built that. And, uh, 
I think of the lunchbox and I think, you know, mm-hmm. monster beetle and all the, all the Tamiya ones that came out early. And I, I, I just hope I, I would love to see this. What I think is a bit of a resurgence with this class kind of come back hard because they're so much fun They're um, I think they're really at the root of this hobby and uh, you know, guys like you and, and like all the other guys we mentioned, it's good to see this being pushed. So I'll be curious to see where it heads. What are your thoughts on, on the monster truck scene in RC? Well, I think it's coming back. I don't know how temporary it, it, the wave is going to be, but I think if you look at like monster trucks, one-to-one, it's kind of done that over the years anyways. And maybe being a part of it, I see it more. It kind of goes in waves and spurts with how popular it becomes. Sure. And I think it, it helps that just prior to COVID, monster trucks on television were were huge right people were really starting to pay attention and uh getting some mainstream attention media and attention and social media helps with that as well Mm -hmm. and that and that translated into the smt10 and then ultimately losi making the the lmt which is getting a lot of publicity right now in the in the industry oh yeah and i think that that truck it even though it's a little bit more pricey i think the fact that what it's doing and who's promoting it that's right it it's really going to grow the sport and and kind of cross that boundary i was hearing pablo talk about it the other day on tuesday there is how it's kind of crossing over that that boundary of basher and monster truck and kind of getting some of those guys in that's right and uh because it is so durable it seems and and yeah. does anything you want you can you tone it down and you can do the scale stuff you turn it up and you just send it right and <laughs> seems to last and yeah um, i don't have one and i don't know if i'll get one anytime soon but yeah they look like a blast for sure and that 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 can only help right like they're not going to do a make a truck for a couple years and that's right so well yeah again to your point about losi doing it right like you know losi the last 15 20 years have been the king of you know the ready to run vehicle and you know they started out with racing and they still have their racing pedigree but for them to come out with one, I think, is maybe a bit of a statement. They're kind of throwing down the gauntlet a little bit. So it'll be interesting to see if other manufacturers pick that challenge up and up their game, right? Like, does Associated do something? Does, right? you know, Red Cat's been there with the Pounder and, and I guess with the Wendigo a bit. Hey, will they, will this kind of, because that sometimes happens in industry, right? Like Nike comes out oh, with yeah, a shoe sure. and then Adidas comes out with one and then Reebok comes out with one. So and you know everybody like Red Cat and Associated, they all they all knew the LMT was coming before oh, yeah. any of us did. Yeah, they, yeah. they'll have the inside scoop. So and everyone's been asking for a new Red Cat for a long time, a ground pounder version. And yeah, I, I think there's a build off of the Windigo thing. And I don't know. There's a I think there's a huge opportunity there for what you just said, like for them to come up with like the ground pounder two or something like that. That's just, you know. Yeah, I hope I hope we see that happen, but we'll we'll just have to keep breaking them and and hope that <laughs> something new comes out. So, listen, man, I wanna I wanna thank you for your time and for coming on, um, listeners. Please go check out Outlaws of Motorsport RC on Instagram. Um, AutismCanada.org is the website for um, around autism awareness. Um, the the spectrum body i think i saw it going for like 50 was it 50 american is that 50 american yeah Yeah. and that'll that'll go towards uh 
an organization which I'm still trying to figure out which one to donate to in the in the states. Right. Um, I'm not too familiar with with what they have in the United States for organizations, but we're we're researching and trying to find out the best one to give it to. Awesome. Um, down there, and then hopefully a guy can get something going up here in Canada and donate donate some stuff to some Canadian organizations as well. That would be the ultimate goal. Maybe some T-shirts and nice. And who knows what? Uh, but <laughs> We'll just see where it goes. And hey, man, if you if you've got a grandpa or a um, a spectrum hat, uh, if you decide to do apparel, definitely mark me down. I <laughs> I got a bit of a hat problem. It's kind of up there with my RC problem. So <laughs> perfect. Um, yeah, man, sounds good. Um, well, thanks Chad, for having me. Hey, buddy. Yeah. Again. Uh, yeah. Do you want to you want to give a, th- a shout out to anybody or uh, anyone before before we let you go? Uh, well, no, I. Uh couple guys i have on the body of the truck that uh that help promote it along the way and and stuff uh maybe you know them racing with autism they're they're out your way there right uh, austin riley is uh, a race car driver out there with autism doing amazing things and uh and bikers for autism out in bc nice doing uh doing a great cause out that way too nice and uh yeah just everyone else in the sport just uh everyone's been wonderful and and uh yeah awesome. thanks for following along and there's many much more to come hopefully <laughs> excited to follow along and continue to, to watch the journey man um all the best and uh i know you're only up two provinces over um but i hope things go well over there <laughs> for you as we come out of these covid times um and um maybe i'll see you in the next smash man just take it easy on me if we're up against each other yeah, let's hope so. Yeah. <laughs> I can't promise anything though. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> I, I respect that. All right, man. Thanks for joining us. And uh oh, thanks, we'll have you on again soon. Take care. So I want to end off the podcast this week by saying a huge thanks to a couple people. First is uh Chad. Wallace Chuck from Outlaws in Motorsport RC. Sorry, Outlaws of Motorsports RC. I want to get it right for him on Instagram. Um, man, Chad, you you've been the highlight of 2021 for me so far in terms of guests. And that's not a slight to my other guests. Um, RC Patina guy, you are also awesome. Um, I could go on and on. But the positivity, the message I felt after talking to Chad. Uh, it was late here at late at night here when I did that interview and um, I was tired, I'll be honest, but it reminded me why I do this thing. It's hearing stories in this hobby, like the one we heard from Chad, man. Um, he sounds like he has a very fulfilling life, um, interesting time growing up with a dad who was an actual monster truck driver. After the podcast, I got to confess, I went to tuck my boy in who's nine and, uh, he said to me, how'd your podcast go? And I said, it went really good. The, you know, the guy I talked to, his dad bought a monster truck when he was like six. And my son was really tired and he kind of rolled over quickly and his eyes got wide. He looked at me, he's like, what? I'm like, yeah, a real one-to-one scale monster truck. And uh, he just kind of said, wow, and rolled over and went to sleep. So uh, big shout out again to Chad. Thank you for joining us, man. We hope to have you back on. Uh, and again, if you haven't, check out 
autismcanada.org, autismcanada.org. Um, what Chad's done with the um, the Spectrum SCMT. Sorry, is, is it the SCMT? I think it is. Yeah, what he's done with that truck, man, looks sick. Uh, JB Scale Graphics. Shout out to them at JBS. Sorry, at JB Scale Graphics on Instagram. Those are the guys that came together and helped him out with that body, man. And it was it was absolutely awesome. Uh, so make sure you check all that stuff out. A lot of goodness, a lot of goodness to end this podcast off with today. And um, I also want to thank JQ from JQ Racing. Um, man, you sparked my passion again with your series videos. I can't wait to see your third installment. I hope that's coming soon. I've been waiting. Don't keep me waiting, JQ. I'm just kidding. Um but uh, I want to thank him for for doing what he's doing and being an advocate and a spokesperson in this hobby. It's uh, it's great to hear. It's great to see. Um, and I'm 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 hopeful that messages like that from spokespeople like that will really help. So let's keep it up, guys. Do your part in this hobby. Let's keep it alive. Lastly, this podcast hits coincidentally on what's called Bell Let's Talk Day here in Canada. And Bell is one of our big uh, telephone, tele, telecommunication companies. They do internet, all that stuff. This is not a commercial for them. But just for context for our friends in the United States and around the world. And it's very much about mental health today. Uh, it's a reminder day that they do every day. Um, so this is my little PSA to say, hey, you're at home right now or you're dealing with this COVID world, as Chad and I talked about. It's tough on the brain. It's tough on the heart. It's tough on the emotions. And uh, the best way to keep that all in check is to keep talking to one another. Um, I can speak from experience. Um, gone through some stuff that way. And uh, if you keep words coming out of your mouth and you keep your ears wide open, things can, things can, can get better. Uh, it's not instantaneous, but it's an important process and a part of life. So, you know, you got lots of friends through RC or your family. Mm -hmm. I encourage you to keep keep those channels open. Um, I think today for every time a social media mention goes out with the hashtag Bell Let's Talk, um, a portion of, of uh, I think it's five cents or 10 cents goes towards uh, mental health awareness and research. So keep talking today, folks. And uh, I'm done talking. Ironically, podcast, mm -hmm. Bell Let's Talk. Um, but I, I hope you enjoyed today. I hope you're enjoying the hobby. Hit me up at O Canada RC on Instagram, the same on Facebook. Leave me a message. Let me know who you want on the podcast. Subscribe on Spotify, subscribe on, uh, iTunes, Google podcasts, anchor FM, and we will talk to you next week. Keep your trigger finger pinned. If you can, where you can take care, everybody.